Hey y'all, welcome to the I Am Cannabis Sativa podcast. I am your host, Cannabis Sativa. If you're currently a medical marijuana patient and would like to tell your story and be featured on the podcast, feel free to email me at IamCannabisSativa at gmail.com. Hey y'all, hope you guys are doing well. Um, it is 7.17 p.m. in Legal, Massachusetts, the heartland of America. And um, today I'm going to sort of, I'm going to keep this sort of off the cuff in a sense, um, because um, I'll, I'll still read the article, but a lot of it is going to be off the cuff after the article is read. Um, this is sort of regarding my just, my general sort of observations through covering cannabis and through um through through reading about various east coast states and it just feels like the east coast as 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 a whole just collectively dropped the ball on 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 medical marijuana in terms of price um in terms of having these oligarchies that sort of control oligarch oligarchies or whatever that sort of control just a handful of sort of multi-million millionaire dispensaries that control the business for most of the most of a given state or that that only maybe 10 or 15 providers have a hundred dispensaries between them or 150 or whatever number you want to pick for an east coast state but that seems to be the pattern and as a and as a result you have very, very pricey cannabis. You have, you know, cannabis that's going 400 an ounce in, in, in 400, 500 an ounce in, in, in Pennsylvania or, uh, New Jersey, especially. New Jersey, you only have six dispensaries charging you 500 an ounce. You know, Maryland, you know, yeah, you have like, from what I've been reading, it's like an oligarchy. It's, you have a handful of companies. You know, you don't have black and brown owned dispensaries. And um, again, I mean, they're doing a better job than Jersey, obviously, because, you know, Chris Christie made the most restrictive program he can. And it's just the new governor, Murphy, that's sort of untangling, undoing years of having so much so so much of a restrictive program. You know, it's not going to happen overnight, but. The problem is that in these East Coast states, you have this system of, a, of just a handful controlling a few of the dispensaries. And it's effectively pay to play. And um, it's just, it's just, it's not good. You know, it does not have to be this way. And Maine proves a very strong counterexample. Maine is every bit as grassroots in a sense than, 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 than what you had in California before, um, before the the Prop Two Fifteen or whatever it's called, um, or before Prop Sixty Four. Prop Sixty Four is their new one. Two Fifteen was the medical that was the gold standard. You know, the gold standard um, of medical marijuana. And from activists I've talked to, that that gold standard has just migrated over to Oklahoma. Now Oklahoma is a new Cali. It's a new Prop 215. But in Maine, you the way you have it is that 
you have yeah you have dispensaries you have i think maybe 10 dispensaries or whatever but those didn't those didn't open up when legalization first started in in maine in medical legalization it was mostly just small craft growers just small-time growers small-time cultivators that were providing for the whole state and they had a have a very robust medical program they maine is a small state with just a million people but they have like 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 that number I keep saying three percent of the population in 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 highly advanced medical marijuana states three three and a half percent of the population uses or, or gets ends up getting a card that's the case with Maine and you know Maine has has been generous enough to offer reciprocity to a number of states that's continuing to grow but Maine again they have a very sort of caregiver small grower friendly so you don't have these major companies yeah there are major owned dispensaries if you want to make use of them but the small grower the small cultivator the craft cultivator is king and mate and as a result you have very good offerings for a very very low price the lowest of the east coast lowest price of the east coast sub 200 dollars ounces you can get um you can get ounces for 175 or so. Um, you can get, you know, grams of concentrate for very, very cheap for maybe 30 bucks or whatever. It's just when you make the small grower the king or queen and you make the barriers of entry low, you prevent oligarchies like, like, the, like we've been talking about that you have throughout the East Coast. So let's just read an article from the Philadelphia Inquiry, Inquirer. And um, maybe I'll give my commentary. Maybe I won't. Who knows? So it says it's written by Sam Wood. Um, Maine's tourist attack attractions include lobster, quaint towns, blueberries, and now for some weed. New Jersey's medical marijuana patients vacationing in Maine, visiting patients, visiting in Maine, key operative word. We do not encourage anyone to break laws this summer won't have to pack their own cannabis medicines when they travel to Lobsterland. They'll be able to buy some of the nation's finest and least expensive weed when they arrive down east. Thanks to... That's thanks to instant reciprocity agreement, the main office of marijuana policy forged with nearly two dozen states. Last week, it added patients from New Jersey and New York to the list of those who can purchase craft cannabis from hundreds of caregivers and dispensaries. For, for New Jersey patients, the arrangement with Maine marks the first time that their medical cards will be officially recognized out of state, said Jeff Brown, assistant commissioner of the medical marijuana at New Jersey Department of Health. Now... New Jersey patients won't have to risk traveling across straight lines with their medicine, which is federally illegal, and can purchase it when they get there. However, I'd advise patients, don't plan on bringing any home. Their cards won't provide protection in other states. Pennsylvania could enter a similar agreement if the State Department of Health grants permission to Maine. High-quality, outdoor-grown Marijuana can be had for as little as $200 an ounce at many of the Maine's licensed providers. M Mainers would scoff at us if we had prices that were any higher, 
even if it is worth more. Claire Stretch, who, offer, who operates all kind, a cannabis caregiver in downtown Portland. Compare Pennsylvania and New Jersey to compare Pennsylvania and New Jersey, where the price of cannabis can top $400 an ounce. Providers hope that the arrangements might spur more tourism into Maine, even if it might be a challenge to a state licensed seller due to limitations in advertising. Currently, most folks use weedmaps.com to find a cannabis retailer. Stretch said, Maine is well positioned to cannibalize on Canada travel. People come here for all things we do best. Clam bakes, lobster, lobster pounds, said Stretch, who produces a line of gourmet chocolate edibles and smokable flower oils from 10 different providers. The marijuana industry could be a big part of why tourists travel there, and recreational sales are on the horizon for next year. Recreational marijuana is legal in some of Massachusetts jurisdictions, but prices can be high there too. At Wells, as at Mass Wellspring in Acton, a short drive from Boston, all ounces were selling for three hundred and seventy-five dollars. That's not including twenty percent tax. By the way, Stretch said, unlike other states, main industry is isn't focused on mass production. We specialize in nuanced hybrid and provide a lot of different medical strains. She said, that makes us a good place for patients to source specialty items they haven't been able to find elsewhere. So far, Maine's marijuana providers have not been overwhelmed with out-of-state patients taking advantage of the reciprocity arrangement with their home states, she said. It's so new that people don't know, and soon they will. <laughs> Again, Maine is the crown jewel of the East Coast. They've been doing it since the late 90s. They've legalized it in 99, so you know, they've, they've had it legal for 20 years. So you've had small growers, small pioneers that have been able to sort of grow and provide for that for that customer base for two decades. You know, it was very grassroots and, um, you know, they didn't get the dispensaries until late into the aughts, um, 2010s that the dispensaries opened from some of the sources I've I, I've listened to and I've paid attention to. But it's they're the crown jewel. They offered sub two hundred dollar ounces you can get high quality edibles concentrates a plethora of things from 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 women from men from you know from people who aren't millionaires that are are just hiring consultants and just you know just mass producing it on a mass scale and you know and it's not made with that same sort of love that a, a caregiver could provide for you it is so new that people don't know, she said, and it gives them the chance to discover us. As of July 12th, Maine caregivers and marijuana dispensaries may accept medical cannabis cards from the following jurisdictions. Alaska, Arizona, Arkansas, California, Connecticut, Florida, Hawaii, Illinois, Maryland, Michigan, Minnesota, Montana, Nevada, New Hampshire, New Jersey, New Mexico, New York, North Dakota, Oregon, Rhode Island, Vermont, Washington, and Washington, D.C. 
written by Sam Wood. End of article. So, um, I don't think I have too much more to say. Um, again, it's just a shame what the, the East Coast scene is without, I mean, minus Maine, you know, it's, again, it's just, it's, it's, it's just big cannabis all the way from Florida to Massachusetts. It's just corporations. You don't really have a caregiver scene. You don't really have anything of a, of, of, resembling what the west coast had or anything resembling what colorado had before going legal you just have big cannabis firms that overcharge the f out of out of patients and we're all worse off for it but we're all better off for having um main um that we can main and having them offer reciprocity to the east coast they're they're doing something very very good by 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 the east coast cannabis fam and providing their medicine at a very very good cost and um you know showing the east coast what what the potential could be if they were to have a more just and fair system so maine is the example for all of us in the east coast and you know we're all going to be better off for for the reciprocity agreement and um again we need to we need to fight big cannabis we all with all we can and you know it's not too late to create something that's uh, that's worthwhile on the east coast it's it's not too late we could still do it but we're not going to do it if we continue feeding the status quo of big cannabis and we continue not demanding better of our leaders and our elected officials and and making the barriers of entry a lot lower than they are now and you know, just making it next to zero so anyone could sort of do it that's that's good at it and that has, you know, the ability to grow and sell and flip or whatever, you know. But that's what we have to do. We have to loosen regulations. We have to elect better elected officials. So I hope you enjoyed it, and I hope you got a lot out of this episode. Really do. If you find yourself coming around often to my podcast and want to support and expand our humble little project, there are a few ways you can support us. We plan on doing big and humble little things with our projects, such as getting to trade shows, visiting other MMJ and recreational states, and doing on-field work. Supporting us helps us keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting and equipment, and travel. And you can do this by going to www.anchor.com dot fm slash i am cannabis sativa podcast slash support you can also support me now on patreon at www.patreon.com slash ic sativa podcast you can support the podcast for as little as one dollar a month we also have five dollar and ten dollar tiers if you're feeling extra generous and those come with their own benefits too and um, if you subscribe to the the ten and above tier, you you get some personal time if you're over twenty one with Mister Sativa. So uh, you know you can chat with me on Discord. You know we can have fifteen minute one on one time. So you get you get exclusive episodes. You get early releases when you join these tiers. And you can also subscribe and find our podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Anchor FM, Overcast, Radio Republic. Tune in radio, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. Follow us on socials at um on, on Twitter, for example, at IC Sativa Podcast and on Instagram at I am Cannabis Sativa. And as always, stay medicated, my friends. Peace. <laughs>